The cicadas are coming and there's nothing you can do about it. A house in Jersey was vandalized with pepperoni. South Korean officials urge against eating fried toothpicks. These are the weird stories on Weird AF News. Where am I? Oh, yeah, that's right. Back in the closet again. I'm back. Weird AF News. Three weird news segments for you. Yeah, Do I got to say all this? You know what we do. The cicadas are coming, and there's nothing you can do about it. Experts are warning billions and billions of cicadas are coming this spring and summer. Every year we deal with cicadas. The bugs are known for their high-pitched noise and for hanging around different hard surfaces across places such as the Carolinas. We have cicadas in New England where I'm from. They're the annual cicadas. They come out and buzz in the summertime. When I hear the sound of a cicada... It brings me back to my childhood, those hot summers where I'm sitting on my front porch, bored out of my mind, just listening to the buzz. I actually sound, I thought that's what hot sounded like. I'm like, oh, that's the sound of hot, like a boiling kettle. I didn't know it was a bug. It really blew my mind when I found out that was a bug making that noise, I have to say. Well, most notably, this spring, for the first time since 1803, two cicada groups known as Brood X1X... Oh, these Roman numerals always throw me for a tizzy. Uh, X, X, I, X. I think that's 19. I tell you, I would not know anything about Roman numerals if I didn't pay attention to Super Bowls. <laughs> it's the only time I see them or even try and figure them out. And we have the, the Great Southern Brood and a Brood X, I, 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 which is 13. Also known as the Northern Illinois Brood. They are set to appear at the same time in what is known as the dual emergence, the dual cicada emergence. Welcome, our cicada overlords. Arise, my brethren, and take your place on the throne of the insect world. I'm ready to worship you. I'm just kidding. I'm loyal to the bees, always have been. Okay, so timing-wise, it says for 13 years, brood 19 cicadas have lived underground. Uh, they survive underground by feeding on the roots of trees, and at the end of their time, they come out from underground, and they like to attach to something solid, like a building or a fenced post, apparently. Brood 13 has a 17-year cycle. They're going to come out as well. When combined with Brood 19, that will mean billions of cicadas. Though I just uh, dipped into another article which says there's going to be more than billions, there's going to be a trillion cicadas, is what they're saying. One trillion cicadas, each of which are just over an inch long, which, by the way, would cover 15 million miles if you laid out these bugs end to end. And the cicada train would reach to the moon and back 33 times if you lined them out. That's so many cicadas. Wow. They're going to probably block out the sun and they could eat all our crops like locusts, right? Is this... well? Pretty cool. We're at that part of the Old Testament, right? What's next? The rapture? Now, when are we going to expect this to happen exactly? Well, these insects will begin to appear in late April. They'll use their forelegs to tunnel out from the earth. Their beady red eyes looking for a spot where they can peacefully finish maturing. A few days after they emerge and molt, the males will start buzzing in an effort to find a mate. A slow building crescendo of buzzing noise that 
in a chorus can actually be louder than a plane. So you guys might want to invest in some earplugs if you live in some of these places where the two broods are going to be combining forces. That's going to be a buzz that'll, that'll just drive you crazy. Just like perpetual tinnitus. Uh, but also, uh, I mean, I guess there could be some feeding involved. Uh, the local birds and whatnot, I, I assume, eat these things. A pretty good source of protein, I'd imagine, uh, for humans as well, if you guys are into it. I don't know. Maybe fire up your smoothie machine. Make yourself a cicada protein shake. It's like the chicken of the trees, right? I don't know. Make yourself some cicada quesadillas. <laughs> cicada sadillas, we could call them. <laughs> cicada sadillas. Wow. That was uncalled for. I'm so sorry. Now, um, in most cases, these cicadas live about a month, and then they, they usually die pretty near from where they emerged. But since uh, they're not great flyers and even worse landers, cicadas often end up on sidewalks and city streets where they can be squished by people or cars and could conceivably make things a little wet and slick. So be careful of that if you live in one of these areas. In urban areas specifically, there's going to be a sufficient numbers to necess necessitate removal of their bodies from certain areas. But rather than th throwing them in the trash or cleaning up with street sweepers, people should consider them basically free fertilizer for the plants in their gardens and natural areas. So you guys could recycle these bodies. That's good to know. All told, uh, these areas with the cicadas are going to be buzzing for about six total weeks as the insects fly around looking to mate and deposit their eggs into slits they cut into tree branches. Then they die, bringing with them an unforgettable smell described by some people as similar to rotting nuts. Ew. An expert in this article says, don't try to kill them. Don't try to spray any insecticide. All that sort of thing. That's just going to end up badly because there are more than you could possibly kill with insecticide. Yeah, of course, it's too many. Trillion cicadas. Uh, they asked a... Uh, a rep of the cicadas for a comment on all this, and the the rep said, house in New Jersey is vandalized with pepperoni. The story's out of Manville, New Jersey, and it's quite a meat mystery. Heather Doherty woke up Wednesday morning to what she thinks is, of all things, a pepperoni vandalization. There was pepperoni everywhere, from the door to the edge of her front porch, and then placed all the way down the stairs, along the driveway, all the way to the hood of her car. There were even slices of pepperoni on the trunk of her car. My goodness. Heather's lived in Manville all her life, including 16 years at her home here. She says her house has never been vandalized before. Not even on mischief night. Here's a quote from Heather. We're trying to figure out who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni in the middle of the night. Who the heck would cut it up into slices and throw it on people's property? Don't you have anything better to do with your time than to cut up little pieces of pepperoni and put them on people's properties, put them on people's driveways, put them on people's cars? What is this? No, I'm not going to lie. I wish somebody would vandalize me with pepperoni. I love pepperoni very, very much. 
Oh, yeah, you could put it all over my front porch. No problem. You could slap me in the face with a big old stick of pepperoni, and I'll be, I'll be happy. I'll say, do it again while I open my mouth. Well, one could say this is uh, an Italian hate crime, and to do that in New Jersey, I have to say, to commit an anti-Italian hate crime in Jersey, oh, how dare you, huh? What do you think this is, huh? Come on, Tony, Tony. Heather wasn't going to take this pepperoni vandalization lying down. She called the police to let them know what had happened. She says she's worried the grease from the pepperoni on her car could ruin the paint. Something that one local body shop says sounds strange, but is in fact possible. Now for this piece of deep, deep investigative journalism about the pepperoni vandalization in Jersey, they interviewed Ricardo of Gifford Auto Body about pepperoni damaging some paint on a carb. Ricardo concludes, pepperoni cannot damage car paint if it doesn't sit for a really long time. It can damage it if it is sitting around for a really long time, especially on a hot day. Thank you, Ricardo, for clearing that up. So how long was the pepperoni sitting on her car? These questions. They also uh, took the time to interview Anthony Daniello, who's the owner of Manville Pizza in the area. So <laughs> they're just going around interviewing experts on pepperoni. <laughs> Anthony says, hey, all my pepperoni pizza never hurt to nobody. Uh, Anthony has spent a lifetime in the business of pepperoni. He's the owner of the pizza place in the area. He says the meat looks larger than the kind you would use on pizza. He says, certainly of the family of a pepperoni, a salami. Exactly what? I cannot be certain. As an Italian, it hurts my heart. It does. Only wasting all of this pepperoni. Oh, poor Anthony, crying over wasted pepperoni. You can't blame the man. Wait till he finds out about those hundreds of pounds of cooked pasta that were thrown into the New Jersey woods. Remember I covered that story like a year and a half ago, or a year ago or so? Someone, someone just threw hundreds of cooked pasta into the woods for some strange reason? That was another mystery. We should get Anthony on this case. Whoever did the, the investigate. Investigative journalism on this particular story should have done the pasta one too. Yeah, we went over to a pasta factory and then we, we said, "How how long will pasta last if you uh, just throw it in the woods like that?" We have a pasta physicist here. Anyways, I digress. I digest. This article ends with a quote from Heather. It is funny, however, it's wrong. You should not be trespassing. You should not be vandalizing people's properties. Come on. Yeah, I agree with Heather. Do you want ants? Because this is how you get ants. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. South Korean health officials urge against eating fried toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you. Uh, fried toothpicks. What are <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't eat fried toothbrushes either. Don't wipe your ass with fried toilet paper. Why are people frying these bathroom items? South Korean health officials are asking people not to f deep fry and consume 
Starch toothpicks. Okay, toothpicks made of starch. I don't use those. My toothpicks are made of wood. Can I still eat them? Might be a nice source of fiber. I should ask some South Korean health officials about that one. Okay, so they're telling people not to deep fry the toothpicks and eat them. When you deep fry the toothpicks, apparently it turns them into crunchy chips. And the, a video of this went viral on social media. And then TikTok grabbed it and ran. And you know what happens after TikTok gets a hold of it. All these kids, they turn it into a trend. Next thing you know, all these children are eating fried toothpicks. Wow. I mean, I don't want to judge them. I don't know how fried toothpicks taste. You know, I mean, they can't be any worse than... I mean, the picture in the picture, they look like Funyuns. I don't know if you've ever seen Funyuns. That's what it looks like, which is probably the same thing, fried starch. Well, compared to all the other snacks kids are putting in their face, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not so bad. Let's keep reading, though. Maybe somebody's died from the, eating the toothpicks. In the videos posted on TikTok, users are seen putting the toothpicks in hot oil until they puff up and then adding seasonings like cheese or spicy powder before consuming them. <laughs> okay. Well, the toothpicks, which are made from corn or sweet potato starch and dyed with food coloring, are environmentally friendly and biodegradable. It's unclear if they are safe to consume. Well, if they're made of sweet potato starch, I mean, that should be okay, right? I mean, do you, do you think Cheetos are any more healthier than this? Probably not. Uh, the health ministry does say those starch toothpicks are not edible products. Their safety as food has not been verified. Please do not eat. The safety has not been verified. Well, I mean, they got to be healthier than the, the Tide Pods that everybody seems to want to <laughs> pop down their gullet. Um, it says here, deep fried toothpick, quote, fries aren't the first hazardous food trend to spread on social media. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 2022 warned people not to cook their chicken in NyQuil. Yep, I covered that story. And in 2018, Procter & Gamble, Gamble had to urge consumers not to eat the Tide Pods laundry detergent, which I've covered many times and mentioned on this show. So probably shouldn't be eating those uh, starchy toothpicks either, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine. But if you're going to eat them, you know, maybe deep fried is the way to go because everything tastes better deep fried, you know. Go to the fair. They're deep frying everything they can get their hands on. <laughs> like deep frying Oreos, deep frying deep fried we got deep fried deep fried right here come get your deep fried deep fried uh, they probably would uh, deep fried communion wafers if they could come and get your your fried boc deep fried boc deep fried body of christ come on get your deep fried body of christ choose from eight dipping sauces <laughs> yeah i'd try that this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Gonna be some weird news coming down, cause it's weird news. Gonna be some weird news, weird news coming down, it is weird news. 
Hi, my friends, and thank you for spending uh, some time with the Weird AF News podcast. I'll keep the outro brief so you can get about your day or your night on your night shift. Anybody listen to this on the night shift? I'd imagine working night shifts, you got to listen to podcasts to get you through. Maybe someone listens. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anybody listening on the night shift to Weird AF News? Please send me an email or call me. Funnyjones at gmail.com. The number is 646-450-2012. Tell me what you do on the night shift, where you're at. I'd love to learn. Um, man, I got, a, I got a, a nice comment on a YouTube video by uh, a YouTube us- user named Alicia Hickman. She wrote, I've been wanting to comment on your podcast, but didn't know how, Jonesy. I hear you reading other people's comments and think the negative feedback is absolutely despicable. Most people who ha- has an issue with comedy have serious health problems. Their colon is inoperative and can't function properly, so they're miserable. They can't laugh and are full of doo-doo. How I discovered you is weird. My Android phone has a selection of podcasts to listen to alongside the news, weather, and commute for my morning routine when my alarm goes off. One day, I was just playing with the routine and had no idea it had all of these podcasts. I randomly selected a few to play, Weird AF News being one of them. I'm upset that I didn't discover you sooner, Jonesy. What miserable people don't realize is that laughter is the best medicine. I'm a 40-something single black woman living in Chicago. I love to laugh, and your podcast is part of my daily meditation. I not only play you for myself, but everywhere I go. My gay male best friend heard one of your stories and now uses the phrase crack to sack in his daily life. You are truly a gem. Although you handle the negative feedback well, you have you have Gangnam over here in the chai that will stomp a mud hole in anyone who Fs with Jonesy. See, it was a joke, and the poop interferes with the laughs. Slow down on the coffee, Jonesy, and sip some green tea and Hennessy. Good luck with your life, man. <laughs> I mean, isn't that one of the most tremendous comments ever? It's so great. Oh, I loved it. I'm so glad I checked the YouTube frequently because I would have missed this. Thank you so much, Alicia or Alicia. Alicia, I assume. Green tea and Hennessy. I love green tea. I love Hennessy. I never thought to combine them. Are you suggesting I combine them? Never thought to do so, but might be a healthy way to ingest your Hennessy. It's nice to know I got people in Chi Town that got my back. So if anyone Fs with me, you know what's going to happen. Alicia and the crew are going to come for you. So. Don't mess with Jonesy. It's pretty clear. I got um I got some good hard backup over there. Uh, never been to Chicago. I should visit someday. Yeah, I'll do. It's a good comedy city. There's a lot of uh, I can get a lot of stand-up comedy work over there. I think so. Would love to do it. It's just a little too cold most of the year. Well, this time of year, anyways. But yeah, I would like to go. Anyways, that was an amazing comment, so thank you so much. If you guys want to leave some positive comments, that's nice, because I get a lot of negative comments, and, uh, you know, it's nice to uh, offset them with some positivity. Positive energy for my life. Positive energy for my life. Keeping me going. Your positive energy keeping me going. Positive energy keeping me going. Keeping me recording. Positive energy. I'm in the closet recording for your positive energy. Keeping me going. Keeping me going. That's another song I just made up, so hope you enjoyed that. Do you want to give me money? That'd be cool if you did. Uh, buy me coffee. Go to my website, weirdafnews.com. Click on the coffee cup and just give me your money. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's a good thing to do with your money is to give it to me. Yeah, why wouldn't you? 
Join my Patreon. That's cool. That's like uh, giving me your money, but you also get to be part of a little club, a little Patreon club. There's like a little over 100 people in there, big time fans of the podcast. And I, I keep them entertained in that Patreon. I have to tell you, I put up something all the time in there. That's another thing you can do. Give me your money. Give me your money. I'm in a closet. Give me your money. Give me your money. I'm in a closet. Come on and give me your money. You know you want to give me your money. Give me your money. I'm in a closet. Yeah.